Welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk number four. I'm Nestor, and I'm here joined by Henry G. Sir. How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Um, it's been a good week for myself. Uh, pretty happy with the state of football right now. Uh, there's <laughs> probably a, another... Yeah, yeah, let's get right into it, man. Right into it. Yeah, let's get right into it. I mean, uh, so just on Monday, we found out City has been exonerated of the evil claims that they've been cooking the books. <laughs> uh, could it be true? Uh, the CAS uh, says no. And um, there's there's been an investigation by three you know independent uh, judges, and they, they said that you know city are cleared although they do owe a uh, 10 million euros to the uh, to wife now yeah just uh uh for failure of cooperation and i know we were talking about this earlier but i likened it to like if a police officer comes to your home and asks to go into your house without a warrant you have the right to not cooperate because uh, there's no warrants there's no legal claim to do that so i thought it was a little strange a little messed up and people are saying that, like, oh, you know, they're, they're paying 10 mil, so they must still be guilty of something. No, maybe you want us to be guilty of something, but no. City, well, I mean, it didn't start from nothing. It, uh, it didn't, but, I mean, th- this is where the thing gets tricky because then we discuss financial fair play as an as a ethical thing. Is it even right to begin with, right? Is it stopping other clubs from being able to establish themselves the way clubs like United, Real Madrid, Barcelona, etc. have been able to? Because uh, they didn't have to deal with financial fair play 20 years ago uh, when they were signing the likes of like Michael Owen or, you know, players like that. So I think that that's that's another topic to bring up as well for, for the proponents, the, the defenders of financial fair play, uh, the arson vangers of the world, you know, the yeah, the yeah. Um, Well, to back up, I mean, it, when you made the reference to the uh, to being arrested at your house, cops for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, aren't going to show up for no reason. And they're definitely not going to knock down the door without a warrant. Right. So Manchester City found themselves in, in, a, weird, uh, in a weird situation where they, they weren't able to justify the amount of spending versus the amount earned. And that's what financial fair play is, right? Where, right, yeah. Where you, you can only spend uh, as much as you, uh, a certain amount of, of the amount that you make right um or i guess it's relative so while it's while it's all good and fair for a big club like city real madrid barcelona you know it, there are some arguments that it that it holds the little guy down uh like leicester for example right you know where they had their miracle season but they weren't able to keep it up due to uh, well their players one getting poached mm-hmm. and two they're definitely not in the same stratosphere in terms of generating money as the as other big guys are Um, right so so and the other thing is is yeah there's there's going to be critics obviously because cities found themselves in uh, in a situation where they're quote unquote with new money yeah and uh, all the other clubs are kind of upset that they're not really getting punished and uh, equal to to what everyone saw as an open and shut case yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people wanted to see City uh, banned and, and, you know, uh, not in the Champions League to maybe make an example for future clubs that want to invest uh, in, into their own club. But I think that's there's nothing wrong with investing in your own business. There, there shouldn't be not. there shouldn't be a limit on how much you should invest into your own business. Right. But I mean, I, I, I also see the other side 
Um, but it's just interesting to me that the clubs that get targeted the most with these, not only these allegations, but sometimes even the vitriol experience online, like PSG and City, are who are owned by uh, Middle Easterners. So uh, that's something to, to even dive into in itself. Maybe there's some xenophobia uh, you know, uh, which I, I hate to You're bring. Pulling the race card. I, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I hate to bring race into it, but when Tebas, uh, the you know the president of La Liga, who is is said to be a, a, a you know a, a kind of like a closet supporter of Real, uh, is coming at City, and you know uh, uh, you know he's a European, obviously it, it sets a bad precedent, I think. But uh, beyond that, I, yeah, like I said, I, I'm 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 just happy City are able to compete because at the end of the day when it's just uh you know pitch of grass between the lines they're one of the best teams in the world to watch yeah. and i don't think it's fair for them to get knocked for something that clubs have been doing for decades and decades and decades yeah. you know and, and to that point right. financial fair play hasn't existed for decades it's it's a relatively new concept yeah that's still being ironed out just like var uh, which we can still talk about a little bit later. Yeah, um, for sure. Let, let's talk about uh, reactions from from uh, other managers. Right. Uh, you know, obviously Mourinho has no love lost with with Guardiola. It's pretty obvious at this point. Yeah. Um, what What are your uh, your opinions about their their opinions on what's what's happened so far? Listen, I'm not upset at it at all. I mean, and I'm only asking you because you're like a hardcore yeah, yeah, <laughs> United, a, City no, fan. I, I appreciate it. I mean, because I'm not saying I speak on, on behalf of all City fans, but, you know, I, I gauge a lot of the interests of most City fans. I follow City fans on Twitter and just kind of following the whole dialogue. But I was actually, I like this uh, what Guardiola said, I didn't, he said, I didn't expect them to, to be defending City because that's not, you know, that's not their job. And they have no reason to, to like City because... Quite frankly, we've been dominating England for the last maybe five seasons, you know, on and off. There's been seasons where Chelsea has come up on top and this season Liverpool. But, you know, all in all, uh, them being the most dominant team in England for, you know, the better half of, of this half of the decade. Yeah, I don't expect them to, to, to be uh, happy with the decision. Um, if it was their club who had allegations, I'm sure they wouldn't feel the same way. Of course not. Um, yeah, and, it's always one of those things where... Yeah. You know, I, I didn't do anything, and yeah, everyone's going to be innocent. You know, obviously, you're not going to tell yourself, "Yeah, I did it." Yeah. Right. Well, I'm going to lose two two years of Champions League. No one's going to do that. Yeah. Um. um uh, you, you mentioned earlier something about uh, uh, how other clubs were, were kind of conspiring against City or right um, plotting against or joining the there is the brigade. Yeah, there was like a list of, of eight teams. I I'm na- I'm gonna name most of them. It was uh, Wolverhampton, uh, Liverpool. Uh, Guardiola made sure to mention Liverpool twice, which I know that was a little shot at them. And it's not to, it's not a shot at Klopp. It's more of the chairman, uh, you know, the, the people at the front office who who wanted City to be, you know, yeah, give them the the worst punishment possible, take them out, and make room for an extra slot uh, in, you know, for another English side to make it in. Um, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, uh, a bunch, uh, basically the top half of the of the of the table. And yeah, man, I don't think that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I think it just speaks to the maybe the the jealousy that might exist, or you know, just the the hate. Um, but you know, I from their perspective, I could kind of understand it. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, when it's your club, you want you want them to be in the best position to be successful. Yeah. Uh, City have have made themselves known as one of the powerhouses of Europe. Um, yeah. You know, regardless of, of the amount of money they've had, uh, I do. 
I did find quite funny that that uh, Pep tried to spin it. Uh, it was a couple of days before the decision happened, and they were still, um, I don't know, trial. Do you want to call it that? Right. Uh, he, you know, he went out and said these boys deserve to play Champions League. So he was doing a little spin himself, where mm-hmm. you know it had nothing to do with the players. It, it was all it was all financial. So you know that's the accountants and the and the board members making all the big decisions. Mm-hmm. So that he was. In my opinion, it was trying to skew the, the, the public where it's like, you guys, you, you got to be on the guy side because they've been playing their hearts out. Yeah. Which, to their credit, they have, but, but you know, that's not, that, that shouldn't go into, uh, in, it shouldn't go into, uh, in, into the thought process of Manchester City's innocence of, of what they were accused of. Yeah. And in the end, that's all it was, an accusation. Right. Um, no. Well. Yeah. I. I mean. Moving forward, it's it's nice to know they're going to be in Europe and uh, basically, Wardiola was saying like you know, kind of telling people you know, uh, kind of covertly like next time you got a problem with City, just be straight up and, and let us know, because I I feel like he felt a little bit kind of backstabbed by managers that maybe he even had friendships with or clubs that he thought higher of who kind of turned around and didn't think twice to kind of undercut city uh, um now well one they shouldn't affect it the other clubs shouldn't have any say in no no of course it's like if my next door neighbor did something wrong and i don't like him so i'm gonna try and get him in jail well i know? mean it's like kind of like being a witness per se like they're sure. they're saying like yeah from that perspective but yeah i yeah i, yeah, mean, I know what you mean though <laughs> i mean they're not in the they're not there cooking books which by the way this all happened before pep Right. Joined, so mm-hmm. you know, and I'm and one sure of the his knowledge is limited. Yeah. Well, one of the issues is, that was brought up is the fact that the Etihad sponsorship or the brand Etihad is also owned by City's owners. So basically, he can pump however much money he wants to into the club. But there were some discrepancies that that's that that are still not out at the moment. They're still mm-hmm. working on putting out all the details because there hasn't been a detailed article or or piece of media that has really explained what went down but we we're just you know kind of grabbing bits yeah. and pieces but yeah. yeah that that was another issue and i could understand that one a little more because uh you know that could kind of you know play with the numbers a bit but um i would love for all the drama to to still spill into the into the pitch next season yeah where you know how he's saying keep the same energy basically you know, oh yeah apology i love it i want the other managers to not i want them to to to, <laughs> to keep giving little digs yeah, yeah take uh take little digs even club who said he's like I'm glad because you know if if City doesn't uh, if City doesn't play Champions League that gives them an extra ten twelve games. Mm-hmm. He, he was very very specific in saying ten or twelve games because we all know getting to the finals thirteen games. Oh right right so, yeah, yeah I didn't so, think of that I didn't yeah, think of so, that yeah uh, you know he's basically saying they're still not going to make it but they'll still be fresher if they didn't right which, which is true. Yeah, they, no, would, it's, they probably yeah. would dominate if they didn't have to worry about Champions League. The thing is, we we've been in Champions League for the past two three seasons, and we've routinely finished above these teams. So even then, that's they they don't got to worry about that. Even if we if the City are in Champions, we're probably still gonna mop most of the league. And, and Liverpool three uh, two finals in a row. Uh, nah, can Liverpool <laughs> do it? There, I think they're definitely capable. But I think City are gonna be you know a lot better next season. Oh, you meant you meant uh, the season, not not Champions League. Oh yeah, Champions League. Yeah, that's no. I I categorize that a little differently. Oh, okay. But I think I've told you this, and I guess I'll go on the record and say I like I prefer the league over Champions League. Or I uh, winning I, it. Yeah, yeah. I value it a little bit higher, but I know you, you might feel uh, different. Yeah, that's a. But that's that might be a maybe a, a whole like episode in itself, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, 
but yeah. I guess you know just not to harp too much on this because you know I I feel like yeah I would say we probably discussed all that can be discussed on it but I I want to ask what's your thought on it because you know you don't yeah I'm not saying you don't support City but you know you're kind of I feel like you're more um, invested into Real Madrid in a way so you might have a a more neutral perspective because I'm a I'm a big Premier League Premier League guy. I know you are too, but yeah, you know. it's been more exciting right now for right. sure. Well, um, I know you you wanted us to you know get that that band so maybe KDB can switch uh, locations. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, as far as as far as yeah, uh, City goes in a in a sporting perspective in terms of competition, it we're better off with them in it. You don't want to win a championship with one of the best teams. And City are one of the best teams in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd go as far as to say they're top five. For sure. And I, and I don't think that's that's a problem with anybody. Yeah, that's not a hot so take. So when one of, the best, one of the best teams in the world isn't competing in the best competition, it, I don't know if you would say it's uh, asterisk, but it's definitely, it, it doesn't hold the same weight. Yeah, You know. for sure, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we can really say about that. Uh, congratulations on City. Um, hopefully they don't really do anything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, and moving on, um, they they've actually been really competitive in, in the uh, Premier League, and they're demonstrating. We we even harped on this about uh, about this last week that they're demonstrating that they're still someone to watch and be careful of. Yeah. Um, rightly so. Uh, I think they only did they lose last. Week. Uh, uh, I think they did, right? Last week, uh, Southampton, Sheffield, Southampton, one of those teams. I believe, yeah. I think it was. Uh, I'm forgetting now because I, I was. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the match today. They played. Yeah. They, they won. Yeah, they won. They won two one. They've, they've uh, been scoring a lot since the break. Yeah, they've um, they've come hot, coming hot after COVID. Whereas Liverpool, well, should we should we talk about Liverpool now? Yeah, Liverpool's woes. Jeez, I man. I was like when they put it in the in those words. Yeah. So um, it, yeah, they're not. They're not the same. Yeah. They're they're hungover. And yeah. I know we said that before. Uh, I think week one, but but they're definitely not the same. The break has not done them any good. Um, are they resting on their laurels? I uh, I don't know, man. That's a good question. I I, I don't want to make any excuses for them because every other team has gone through the same thing. We've they've all been out. Uh, Liverpool have good depth. They don't really have any excuses. Uh, their mind shouldn't be occupied on on Champions League because that's not happening anymore. They're not in FA Cup. If if I were them, I would be a little bit upset because they had a clear shot to sh- not only win the league but to shatter City's records. And yeah. now they're not doing any of that. They're yeah. not reaching the goal tally. Now they're for sure not reaching the points. I'm sorry, lads. City had the best Premier League season in recent memory. So <laughs> that's just how I feel. But well, uh, heading into this, they weren't. Mm-hmm. So the restart, I mean, the break did something to them, yeah. for sure. And like you said, that's not an excuse because everybody else was going through that. Mm-hmm. But get this, they don't, they're, they're, they're disappointing post-break. I yeah. think they only won once or twice. Mm-hmm. They, so they're flat. Uh, no Champions League, and they're out of the FA Cup. Right. Um, so and they got clapped 5-0. By City. And they've yeah they've been slapped around yeah uh, so they're not impressive uh, are are we considering them bottlers of the week for for not uh, getting to the centurion 
yeah, I I would say they're de- they're definitely a big big candidate. There's another team or maybe a player on the team that I'm thinking of that that also shares the same color, but uh, we will get into that later maybe. But yeah, they're definitely uh, one of our bottlers of the week. Yeah. I mean, um, like I said, no excuse for that, bro. I mean, yeah, uh, I was really hoping, and not and not because uh, I'm against City, but. I, I was really looking forward to them breaking that record, and I thought they were going to do it easily. I thought they were going to. No, I did too. I thought they were going to beat the entire record, which I think is Juventus' some um, 102 points. Yeah. Uh, and today they had a chance to keep that hope alive, and they just did not. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I, f- I mean, I. It sucks because for them, if I was a Liverpool fan, I'd be upset because that's going to be the last thing people remember of this mm-hmm. season. Yeah. So it kind it kind of might you know. Uh, make people forget about what a great start they had probably the best start ever and it's crazy how they just bottled it like that but um yeah man uh i we we met we mentioned this salah has kind of been looking flat mm-hmm. for me yeah. he's a ghost Firmino, yeah Mane's like probably the only thing they got going forward right now in terms of attack van dyke we got to talk about van dyke man is is he showing his his flaws because i've seen this coming for a while bro he this is not the first time he misplaces passes or he gets beaten on a 1v1. It happens, but it doesn't always result in a goal. And today, that's what happened. It do resulted you, do in a goal. you remember the narrative in the beginning of the season where they were counting how many games or he's the only player that, that's allowed the fewest uh, dribbles past Yeah, no, the fewest take-ons. Yeah, yeah bro, that's so. that's all. I don't, I don't buy into that hype, bro. He's a, a great defender, don't get me wrong. Maybe the best in the world, but he showed us today that he's not perfect and he's not near, like, he's not near perfect, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, uh, he he's um, he, he's kind of starting to be a liability back there. Yeah, um, just kidding. He's not a liability, but not not completely. But, but he, lately, yeah. He, today's pass is a candidate for bottle of the week for sure, <laughs> for sure. Uh, along with Alison, but um, I don't know if I would worry about him. I it's motivation. I think as a whole, mm-hmm. the whole team is. We we've, we've won we won Champions League we won the league as we you know I don't want to say predicted but as they almost did last year right so you know they've hit a plateau we'll see how how hard they play next season because City's chomping at the bits yeah United's uh, playing really well I think they're the second best or equal to best team since the restart yeah that's me being biased but no no you're um, right i agree with you and uh, even as a both, rival both manchester teams are are on fire they i think manchester hasn't lost and city only lost one game yeah so those are two teams that they really need to look out for and if they're caught flat-footed as they have been from the break uh i don't i don't see them repeating title and i don't see them doing much in the champions league because they weren't impressive in the champions league even before atletico uh, yeah took care of them um another team that we haven't really talked about um and uh i don't know what to make of them uh, chelsea oh chelsea yeah i i'm actually kind of high on them right now but obviously because they have the golden boy uh pulisic and i'm, I'm always going to kind of be attracted to his his gameplay and i'm always be a fan but i think they have the biggest upside going forward with the guys they have coming in mm-hmm. uh and uh, still some few there's a few rumors you know ben chilwell havertz i think they they got a they got a lot of upside going forward you know so uh and i think as of now they still have the champions league uh spot if i'm not mistaken um because united tied right and they won they beat norwich yesterday yeah, um, which is relegated, by the way. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Chelsea's in third. Uh, Leicester and, and uh, United are, are in uh, fourth, tied for fourth. Uh, but Chelsea gave a gimme, uh, gave a, a layup to uh, United over the weekend. Did they? They lost, uh, they lost against uh, Sheffield. Right, right, right. Yeah, they I lost, remember uh, that. 3-0, uh, 3-0, three as they say. And then United failed to capitalize, man. So uh, uh, we have a mutual friend, Kevin. Oh yeah, shout out, Kevin. <laughs> What's up, Kevin? He's my guy. Uh, he's a <laughs> he was he was pretty heated throughout the game. Um, but they have a they have a very big gap to fill in the defense, and they're particularly mm-hmm. uh, weak on the counter. Yeah, uh, Sheffield I think scored two of their goals um, from a counter with with a thirty two year old striker with who had to scored all season. McGoldrick. McGoldrick. Uh, shout out to him. Champion, a, yeah. champion, uh, championship uh, level player. That's you know that that try to make it difficult for Chelsea mm-hmm. and uh, United bottled it. Bottled they're, it. They're one of my bottlers of the week, even no. though they haven't lost. You know they they could have gotten all the way to third. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know they 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 survived. Uh, Chelsea lives to to see more more chances of them getting to uh, to Europe, and it's looking more likely, especially since they've got. Liverpool coming up. Fuck, man. That's going to be a hell of a match. They're, they're going to have a dramatic finish. Yeah. Uh, one of uh, Leicester, United, and, and uh, Chelsea are going to be heartbroken. You know, you know, not to cut you off, but I, I love how every time there's a pivotal moment in in a, in a season for either Liverpool or Chelsea, they mm-hmm. play at the very last moment. Like, yeah. you know, obviously <laughs> last, the, the infamous Gerrard slip and then Dembaba just slots at home. Yeah. It's like, I'm hoping we see something to that effect this weekend. Or they play this weekend, I believe, no? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, bro. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be crazy, dude. Uh, I, I can't wait to see what the table is going to finally look like once this is all over. And I know. Um, I mean, there's a lot at stake for your team and a few other teams. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of uh, of dramatic finishes... Um, Arsenal, who they have like a soft spot in my heart, man. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it's from Thierry Henry or from their kits, but I've I've always I've always admired the way they play. Well, not lately, but but um, I, I always pay a special attention to them. And I have a very close friend of mine, Mark, who <laughs> through thick and uh, thin, he's he's gonna be supporting them. But right now, he hates them. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. They're not. They haven't been impressive. Um, they've they've reduced themselves from being a, a top tier team to I hate to say it but like a even almost outside Europa contention. Yeah, uh, I do have a few f- um, bright spots for them. Obviously, Obama Yang, um, who's still really good. He's thirty two, I believe. Uh, I like Danny Ceballos for them. Yeah, he's real good. Word yeah. has it that Real Madrid uh, is willing to let him go for twenty five million. If I'm Arsenal, I take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, um, but they they have a lot of serious rebuilding to do. Um, they beat Liverpool today due to a few uh, slip ups by uh, Van Dijk and uh, Alisson. Yeah, but uh, I'm liking how they're playing. They're they're making games difficult for whoever they're playing the Tottenham game uh the, the score didn't reflect who played better right I feel that Arsenal played a lot better than Tottenham oh yeah for Tottenham, sure Tottenham uh their midfield well it was like a battle of kind of uh, uh, fl- uh floppy midfields 
Yeah. Um, and it was interesting to see Los Elso and, and Danny Ceballos just running everywhere like chickens with their head cut off. Right. And just balls bouncing everywhere. But, you know, it's uh, it, w- it was there was a little bit of heat given to Obama Yang, but really he was he had maybe three or four opportunities that that by misfortune didn't go in. But um, I don't think he's paired right up front with Lacazette. Mm hmm. Uh, Pepe isn't turning out to be. I mean, I don't want to be too hard on Pepe because he 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 has his moments. And but it's his first season, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, it, he he has his moments, but he has he, to improve though yeah, for, yeah, for next season. Because if not, he's a flop for sure. Yeah. Um. And uh, I don't like the whole defense, the whole left side. Um, Kola, Kolasinac. Yeah. Lasinach, whatever yeah. his name is. The Bosnian tank. The, yeah, he he bottled it. He's contender for bottle of the week. The backwards pass towards uh, David Luis. Yeah, that was terrible, uh, <laughs> man. That was that was annoying to watch because you know it's a rivalry. You can't be you can't yeah, be doing that. That, that was that was a pretty bad fuck up. Yeah, and uh, you know Tottenham in typical Mourinho fashion, uh, you know snatch and grab set mm-hmm. pieces, and that was it. Uh, Harry Kane was. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I hate to be hard on him. Maybe it's the injury, but he's just looking really slow, lackluster. Um, maybe next season he picks it up. But if I'm Spurs, I'm kind of starting to worry a bit, you know, about his production because he needs yeah. to be better. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely isn't impressing. Uh, but he did score two today. Yeah. He did score two. <laughs> uh, that was, I know, I, one of the goals, it looks like he got hurt at the end. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't. It was like a, I didn't notice that. It was like a, it was a kind of like a pinball type of goal. But yeah, I don't know. I, I need to check up on his state. I'll see how he's going to come back from that. Wouldn't surprise me if he's hurt. He's kind of turning fragile. Yeah, he's turning in. Yeah, he is, um, which uh, is kind of surprising because he's always been known as this physical specimen you know big guy good on both feet can pass the ball and and it's kind of catching up to him um you know ever since i saw him play for england and he didn't square the ball to raheem I've, i haven't been a big fan of the guy <laughs> since and since then he if i feel like his game is kind of slowly starting to you know plateau and and i don't i don't see him progressing anymore i don't know if you remember but there was times where he was rumored to, to go to madrid or rumored to go to united, united or, yeah it's I don't know about that anymore. I never liked it, uh, and uh, as you said about Van Dyke, he's showing his true colors. He's yeah, being exposed. Expose um, him. He's, not, he's never been the most technical guy. No. Um, we remember back in the I, I want to say Roy Hodgson days where he was taking set oh, pieces. Dude, that was so infuriating. <laughs> I never understood that. I'm like even my little brother who plays Ultimate Team or would play back then he he knows better than that bro <laughs> come on that's the guy you want at the on the end of a cross not crossing yeah yeah exactly yeah but no yeah it's crazy dude um yeah uh just i mean i would say a scenery change might help but you know i don't know if a team wants to pay whatever inflated price he's worth right now just because of the english premium um yeah what, what do you think he's worth I, i'm i'm curious to know i, I don't i wouldn't I don't know. My bias is speaking, but I wouldn't put any more than 50. Yeah, right now, yeah, maybe like 50 because he isn't the youngest anymore. um, And he's coming off of that injury that doesn't exactly help him. He's currently valued at $132 million. That's that's insane. That is, uh, according to Transfer Market, who's probably the most reliable source when it comes to transfer values, in my opinion. Okay. Um, But, yeah, that's that's the current... Um, 
value. I could definitely see that going down, not only because of COVID, but, you know, just because of his production. But, you know, I don't want to shit on the guy. He's a, <laughs> you know, he's probably one of the most accomplished uh, strikers in England at the moment. Is um, he? With, with the exception of Jamie Vardy for me. I would put Jamie Vardy ahead of him. Yeah. I mean, not only does he have a league title, but he's probably going to get the golden boot this year. And he's been more consistent over the last few years. Yep. And he's uh, playing on a worse team. So... Is it? It's like... <laughs> oh, well, actually, not on the standings, not, right? Not, not in the standings. No, right. for sure. I just feel like Leicester doesn't have the the star-studded lineup that Tottenham claims to have, you know? I'm saying, like, the Los Celsos, the... the mm. uh, uh, I wouldn't consider Los Celsos a star. Wasn't he playing at PSG? I mean, I, I feel like he's up there. You know, he's an Argentine, gets national call-ups, like... Leicester is I wouldn't I wouldn't put them in the same level, and especially when you look at their wage budget and and the transfer money paid I I don't know but that uh, yeah I guess you're right I, I guess star for star uh, Tottenham beats them which, barely yeah I mean which um, doesn't really reflect in the standings no nah, well I mean Brendan Rodgers deserves some credit uh, I think he's, he's turned out to be pretty good. Yeah. He's always been solid, man. The, the last time Liverpool were close to winning the title, he was the manager. I mean, <laughs> things didn't work out, but you know he's, you know he gets them pretty close. So yeah, I think if he wins the league that year, we don't have uh, Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, at, at Liverpool as we speak. Yeah, and it's it's kind of infuriating to me because people give Klopp so much credit, but the the squad he inherited, people act like he he's. He's brought them to that title with that same squad, and that's, like, so false. Um, you know, they act like he's not a checkbook manager when he is as well, just as much as uh, Guardiola is, hmm. just as much as... Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. But Because uh, it was funny, earlier I was seeing a picture of the squad he inherited, and, you know, it was, like, Nathaniel Klein, Adam Lallana, uh, you know, players that just don't cut it, you know. And so I think that, I think that was pretty interesting in itself. But I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I... I disagree yeah that, that um let me let me read I, you i wouldn't say that he's not a a checkbook manager obviously they need to splash some cash to right. get to where they've been mm-hmm. but they've they've gotten pretty good bargains for for the players that, that they do have they bought they have bought smartly for sure i will yeah. say that yeah but. and they've de- de- developed pretty good talent um trent arnold is is one example probably yeah andy robertson was a steal right uh i um, hate the guy <laughs> i'm just kidding he's a beast but he's a prick bro like the only ones that i think they've overspent on was alison i don't think any goalie any keeper should be worth any more than 40 or 50 and that and that's even me speaking uh from the inflated market as it is because if we remember 15 uh, no 20 years ago however long ago it was when zidane went to Real Madrid, you know, it was a world record for fifty million. Yeah. Now that's, now that's what gets you a bang on average midfielder. Yeah, that you that's know. another thing that, you know, it's crazy and not to harp on City again, but even considering all the inflation and the players they've spent on, City still haven't broken a transfer record the way that you know, Madrid have, for example, on you know Ronaldo, Bale, uh, James, whatever. Like we've never exceeded that those digits, so. It kind of sucks quantity, to see. Yeah. yeah, that's that's <laughs> the thing, yeah. Uh, but, no, nah, just to digress, I mean, yeah, that's just a small little bit on Liverpool that I, I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man. But he's done He's done fantastic. I mean, if, if you even go back to his uh, Dortmund, bless you. Thank you. The Dortmund. You got Rona? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, even 
back to Dortmund days. I, you know, he managed the last team to beat uh, Bayern for the for the title. So I think that's worth something. Even uh, City have had a near chokehold on the title for the last few years. Right. And he's broken that. Now, we'll, we'll see if, if that was a hiccup or, or if the team can respond. Yeah, and it's, uh, since we're on Liverpool, and I know we're kind of, like, jumping around, but uh, yeah. remember that earlier today, Bleacher Report uh, uh, published that tweet on Mohamed Salah, and uh, oh, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they've said that there's been a, a decline in, in Islamophobia in England because of him. I thought that was kind of funny, and I was just thinking how, how do you think they come to that to that ideation you know well what i think they conclusion. do is they knock on everyone's door and uh ask them how they felt about muslims uh, uh from five years ago till now right. and, and, and people were very honest about their opinions there you go and 18 percent of them <laughs> like muslims like uh on the scale of one to five how likely are you to talk you know it's it's kind of cheesy yeah, and I, is, I thought that is, was kind of so like corny. Yeah. i feel like the media in in general holds uh liverpool very high and i don't know if it's because they're owned by american owners or because a lot of the media personnel grew up being liverpool fans as they are one of the most popular clubs in the nation they have a history but yeah yeah over i mean 30 years that's a generation right no yeah for sure so for them to be so uh, beloved as they are it's it's kind of weird right it is even lebron james is, is a fan which is well, I'm I'm sure that's all financial, but it is. Yeah, it has um, to be. I mean, they've gotten close, and they've always been one of those teams that you always want to beat. Yeah, like, no for matter sure. what, and uh, especially in Europe. Yeah. yeah, they've never really been in any danger of relegation, as far as I can remember. Uh, besides, they got that that Champions League uh, win from '04, uh, I believe '04, the '04 '05 season, or was that a Rafa Benitez era? Yeah, or, yeah, definitely was. Yeah, um, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's how, I don't know how they come up with that number. I don't know what. Yeah, it's interesting because what metric they use. Yeah, it's like Salah isn't the only Muslim player that has existed in the league. Mares has been around. Yeah, Tori other popular players. Ozil. Yeah, Ozil. It's like, like man, I feel like they'll stretch in every which way just to credit Liverpool or Liverpool <laughs> fans for something like come on yo if it's no bogus. one if no one could tell Henry hates Liverpool <laughs> ah, sorry guys I'm, I'm kind of salty I'm salty no but, no it's <laughs> fine it's fine I like it yeah and and if anybody you know f- would like to interject that I'd, I'd love to interact with fans I'm, yeah, I'm very kind on Twitter I definitely want to know if, if he's off base yeah um <laughs> I, don't I don't disagree know. but I don't know if I'm if I'm that ardent about <laughs> about uh, my distaste towards them. Yeah. Um. Is that it for Premier League? Do I we, think. Do uh, you have anything else? Uh. No. I mean, I think that's uh. I mean, we didn't really discuss too much about United. Uh. I mean, I f- they had a great chance to move up to standings, and you know they they drew against. Uh, yeah, they're my they're my bottlers of the week. Almost. Yeah, I, they're one of them. Is I is uh? I don't know who officially is. Is your patience starting to wear thin with Maguire, or or do you think it, does he deserve a little bit more time? Because um, what he what did he have did a fuck up a very bad, um, he held his own teammate down. Yeah, and it was it was almost like a reflex for him. I know it's it was like strange. In his DNA. Yeah, it was strange, dude. It was no. very Phil Jones esque. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. They had the win, and in the ninety sixth minute, if I remember correctly. Yeah, set uh, piece. A set piece, and De Gea uh, has to do better, huh? Yeah, De Gea, De Gea took his eye off the ball, or I don't know what he was doing. Um, 
I don't know if you want to call it a bad performance uh, because uh, no, they performed they, well. I yeah, thought. they they were the better team. But you gotta you gotta take advantage of those chances. So they it have doesn't chances, get there. and Rashford is still finding his way as a as a finisher. Yeah, he definitely lets them go a lot. Um, but it feels for me, it feels good to have them as a bottler of the week because they performed so well up until now. That was yeah. like really their first big blip. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it it doesn't mean that they're they're a terrible team. Yeah, but. Pogba didn't have the greatest game. Bruno showed that he's human. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, we can call them bottle of the week for sure because they they should have won that. And Southampton is a great team. They they're always producing great talent, but the eleventh place should not be giving them a, a, a draw. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, it was it was crazy because in my mind, I was like, Danny Ings might have a masterclass, but it was really the surrounding players that carried it for them and credit to Southampton you know they're just kind of hanging in there as a mid-table team similar to like Newcastle and them you know yeah uh but yeah man I I think that that wraps it up for the Premier League I mean Norwich is going down uh there's there's not much else going on right now uh Wolves drew today which was kind of a surprise but I gotta say shout out to Raul Jimenez because he had a hell of a volley yeah just you know, uh, it's always nice to see the Concacaf players ball out, and I think um, we talked about this, but he has a—he's kind of like oozing confidence right now, and I think that's oh, yeah. that's only that only means good things for Wolves going into next season. So um, hopefully, swagger as the youngsters call it. Oh, the swagger, yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, what do you say? Switch gears onto uh, La Liga. Yeah, La Liga. Um, I, I I don't even know if I have. A whole lot to say about uh, La Liga. It looks like Madrid is going to yeah. finish up. They finally got some uh, some goals from open play against Alaves and uh, Granada. Mm-hmm. Um, even still against Alaves, we, there was some VAR right. controversy. And people and, are going to continue to jaw yeah, at that. And, I, and um, you know, I, I was actually uh, told by uh, one of our listeners that uh, that. Uh, they had this point about VAR where it takes out the emotion of the game. You know, we wouldn't have moments like like the Maradona hand of God um, and the no era penal, from which we talked about. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, and that's all, all good and well, but we shouldn't be celebrating the hand of God. And, and that's like one of those iconic moments in all of sports history. Yeah, where it's, it's anti-sportsmanship. Yeah, it, it's, it, he cheated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and um, my point is, is, is um it does take away uh, uh, the purity of the game and the spirit, right? And obviously it slows everything down, but it does make things fair. Yeah, and it and it sucks that it's only penalties where we talk about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's there's always, so much more. Yeah, the yeah offside it, calls, offside the, calls that you can make um, dribbles that, like against Mason Greenwood, which they did go. Um, uh, they did go to VAR. They did. Yeah, that was bad. That was uh, grimy. Was, uh, Romeo from. Um, from Southampton. Southampton, yeah. And, that, uh, uh, he uh, straight got his ankle, huh? Could could have broken his, was, his leg. It was way late. Yeah. Um, so things like that, where it's it's not consistent, and I think that's the problem, where it's it's not fluid enough, and it's not consistent. Yeah. Um. Uh, so there needs to be a lot more transparency with that. Yeah. And I, I hate agree. that that Madrid's uh, title run is being uh, slightly tainted by by VAR, but. Mm-hmm. I, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as I've seen, we, we, I say we, um, 
uh, as far as Madrid is concerned, I think all the calls have been accurate, regardless of of them always getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think they're just checking it for accuracy, but it's it's legit every time. Right. No, I, I agree. I you know I watched the the highlights and it's like when when they're generating so many chances you can't be upset at them mm-hmm. it's they earned it right it's it's like for liverpool for liverpool fans to be upset today sorry to go back to liverpool but they mm-hmm. they had 23 shots today arsenal had like three they yeah. have every right to be upset like they created the chances they were probably more dominant but that's just a game sometimes but listen yeah. if you're consistently winning no matter if it's var or not i think fuck it you deserve it man and and yeah. uh, you you touched on saul i don't know, you know what again what the quote was more or less but you uh like to paraphrase, he's like, you know, it's you just got to take your hats off for for a club that's being so consistent throughout the whole season, right? Yeah, um, um, most times, uh, I shouldn't say most times, but the one zero wins, you you have to um, you have to win those games. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, if you even if you look the win, for example, against Espanol, it was uh, one zero, I believe. I mean, the story completely changes if we lose, right? Right. Yeah, it's like, wow, how can you lose against Espanol? But at the same time, you win 1-0. It's like, wow, you only won 1-0. I mean, it's what's one way or the other. Right. And you do have to grind out those wins. Yeah, those teams are defending yeah. hard as hell. They're going to go after your ankles hard as hell. Right. Um, so you, I know it's my team, but, you know, they, they deserve the credit for, for grinding out those wins. No, I agree for sure. Um, you know, it's... Uh, it looks like it's pretty much sealed, you know, at this point. Yeah. It's just, it's their title to lose, and I, I don't see them slowing down. Yeah. I was concerned because they weren't getting goals from open play. Right. Um, but it's but not for a lack of chances. It's just yeah. maybe the, you know, lack of clinicality in the sure, box. Sure, sure. Uh, like the game against Granada, uh, both goals came from tight angles. And right. I saw that they were attacking because the defense is really pack the middle in that's so at, annoying yeah at, at any moment shit. you're you're seeing five six seven bodies just packing in that middle so they, they have to attack from the side you know it's like a cockroach <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, they're, they're not going to come from the front door they're going to come from under the floorboards and all that shit yeah um but you know real madrid a few players are not performing to their standard um i would say cruz valverde uh, Modric until the last game wasn't really um, playing all that great. He played a great against Granada. He he had a lot of uh, he had some some good plays. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jovic goes without saying, right? <laughs> yeah, poor guy's not playing. Yeah, he's um, not even playing. I know they're they're listening to offers for him. Um, you know, if if it comes between getting uh, Jimenez, for example, over Jovic, you're gonna you're gonna type the the guy that's on fire right now versus. <laughs> I know, and then but then we get into the thing is like, dude, does that success like that's a, a success translate between leagues? You know, that's yeah. another thing because I mean, Jovic was fucking lighting the Bundesliga on fire. He was uh, last year's Holland. Yeah, yeah, and and then uh, comes to Spain and it's just a whole new guy, right? It's just like it's Space Jam just got all his talent sucked out. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Yeah. So I mean, I'm it's, Madonna again. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to say, but. Can Raul Jimenez do it at, in Madrid? I, I think he can, but you know, we got to. It's it's now or never for him because he's not getting any younger, obviously, and he's like at that point in his career where I think he's offering his best at the moment. And he, yeah, well, he's playing confidently. 
yeah that's and, that's uh, that's his, the biggest thing for a striker especially yeah. his yeah. last his last thing in in spain wasn't all that great um i, I want to say 20 something caps with one goal right that's lack of playing time that was quite some time ago but right now he's he's got the confidence where he knows he can play on the big stage um so yeah i think we talked about him a couple weeks ago where he's he's looking pretty good but, but he's still scoring and he's still making plays so um you know, I I'd love to see him in the Madrid shirt. Another, another Mexico player. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he does better than Chicharro. Well, even even for a commercial, from a commercial standpoint, I think it would benefit yeah. Real Madrid. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be cool to see. He couldn't quite, you know, hack it in in Madrid earlier. Yeah, but in the, on the other side of Madrid. Yeah, unfortunately, he's a uh, America, uh, uh, an export from America. But hey, we'll let that go if he does well. Right. I mean, I'm curious to, to what you guys think. I'm, I might pull out a poll later, uh, maybe on my IG or maybe even on the Twitter account. Um, do you think uh, Raul Jimenez can succeed at Real Madrid? I, I'd like to gauge that from, you know, just everybody who, who watches soccer. Cause oh, yeah. It's yeah, a pretty yeah. hot name. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely curious. Yeah, we'll, we'll be asking that later. Um, so um, do you want to talk about Barcelona or RB? Listen, bro. I don't. I I want to, but there's not much to say, in my opinion. They've been they've been, uh, you know, the the same team that we've come to expect, and uh, you know, they're getting you know the results, but it might be too late now. Um, they've proven time after time that you know they're over reliant on Messi, and when Messi's not getting it done, then Suarez is not getting it done and you it's you can't rely on Griezmann clearly so i honestly I, there's not there's not much to say about Barca at the moment for sure. Yeah, uh Barca's hoping on getting Lautaro and hoping that he's going to be able to to translate a lot of uh, uh Suarez's success towards towards La Liga, which all indications are that yes, yes he can. Um, there's concerns that Lautaro can't perform unless he's playing with a second striker. Right. Uh, which I don't think makes sense. No. He's he's not a target man. He's not going to... He's. I don't think he has an arsenal that, that Suarez has. But, I mean, if we're speaking on, on terms of talent and uh, skill technique, there's not many Suarez's available. I think the only one that you can compare him to is maybe Ben's. Um, yeah. In terms of creativity size and 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 finishing power yeah he's a hell of uh, his yeah. best trade is finishing for sure yeah. either yeah. either foot by the way yeah yes. and and uh, i'm taking into consideration lewandowski lewandowski's a level bef- below those two guys yeah it's just certain and consistency why is yeah. <laughs> not to harp on uh, liverpool one more time but you know he oh yeah he, he was, was amazing the star when he was there. on that team imagine what klopp could have done with that guy yes i mean just thinking now like fuck that would have been nice to see you know because yeah, for uh, sure. thirty-one. I think it was thirty-one goals you scored in this, in that season with uh, Brendan Rodgers at the helm. Uh, that well, I think it was against Norwich. Yeah, uh, that, the volley, that, the, the forty-yard volley. Yeah, he was so good that that season. Um, I mean, one thing is the goals he was scoring, but the quality of the goals is, was amazing too. You know, so yeah. Um, I mean, moving moving on beyond. Uh, Barca though uh, we're talking about Valencia just to harp on them and their current situation oh well, man <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of a lot of, a lot of stuff going on there but Peter Lim you know uh, his family getting involved and in publishing you know social media posts about his relationship with the club uh, I don't know what your thoughts are on that but 
should 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 that be kept separate from you know the club's identity because fans are starting to get really upset um with the handling of the economics well well um he's a billionaire that's not pumping money into his into his team and then his daughter's you know saying that it's like his personal thing he can do whatever he wants yeah um i'm sorry but no like <laughs> you get that silver spoon out of your mouth and um you don't you don't talk about something like that <laughs> like i like it's i understand protecting you. yeah. your your parents and and their um i don't know i guess dignity or integrity whatever you want to call it but it, it's a thing that affects people and whether you like it or not people are going to be upset with how it's being managed right now they're it's pretty much a mass exodus of I want to say about seven players, seven yeah. eight players. Yeah, Ferran Soriano, right? Or yeah. uh, Ferran Torres, sorry. I, I don't have the complete list, but it's it's yeah. a lot of people, and I you're looking at relegation if you don't if you don't sub those players because as far as I know, most of them are starters. Right, right. Certainly, I mean, it's it's one of those things where uh, you know the business can sometimes take over, you know. But uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, my bad. Uh, who else? No, it's all good. Uh, so um, uh, Valencia is kind of in a disaster right now. Worse than Barcelona, if you can believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think they're still in a Champions League spot. Yeah, they are. And uh, but you know what? That's the thing. It's how how well are they going to do this year? They they did ass and in in the in the Champions League they got. Well, Atalanta's a good team, to be fair, but they got smacked by Atalanta. Like, absolutely gobsmacked. Like, it wasn't even close. I, I, I could pull up the goal differential. Oh, no. Valencia's in ninth. They're, they're nowhere near. Oh, so they're, they're, yeah, they're done Champions so. League. So, oh. I think they're okay with being relegated. At this point, look, huh? Look for a sale. Who's got, who's got 20 bucks? I think we can get a pull together and become owners <laughs> of, uh, of Valencia. So I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got a sale. No, yeah, I think at this point it might benefit them, but you know, yeah, for sure. Uh, Open Valencia, tryouts. It in sucks. Valencia. I was telling you this earlier because Valencia is, is a squad that a lot of people have come to know with great history, not financially or not being like an overbearing power in Europe, but just constantly producing great talents. You know, uh, David Silva came through there, uh, Santi Cazorla, uh, <laughs> you know, amongst many others. David Villa played there. I mean. It's they it's, definitely have history for and, sure and a space in in Spanish football of of importance and one of my favorite badges as well by the way the the little ba- the, the, uh, little, the bat. little bat yeah that's that's badass but um yeah I mean I hope they could get, they get their shit together man because yeah oh and uh, other news in Spain El, El Ingeniero oh Pellegrini she's the charming man as as he was referred to in England I I, I know you have a, a you know a, a special spot in your heart for him surely man he's a well, fun fact, I mean, some people know this, but he's the first South American manager to win the Premier League, so it's kind of nice really? to see. I didn't yeah, know that. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's cool to see a, like a, somebody of Latino descent come and, you know, do their thing in, in, in England, uh, you know, none other. So, yeah, I mean, the guy's a, a great manager. Um, one of my favorite things, and it's a recurring theme with him, he, he would talk about his style of coaching, and he's like, um, well, my thing is about, you know, generating attractive football. It's not necessarily about defensive structure. It's very attacking base. And I think I'm a big fan of that. I, I love attacking free-flowing football. And uh, with a team like Betis, wow. I mean, 
a lot of, I mean, if you're just like an like a casual fan, you might not know, but they have one of the the most stacked teams in Spain that hasn't really blown up. N- Nabil Fakir, um, you know, uh, Ruben, Lainez, Lainez, who hopefully this could be a fresh start for him for all our Concacaf slash L3 fans. This could be you know big news for him. Um, you know, I think going forward, Betis is going to be a fun team to watch. They haven't really quite hit the heights as they did when they had Kike Setien who now is waiting the bed in Barcelona. So we're going <laughs> to have to see. It. He's absolutely bottling it. But uh, yeah, man, uh, let's see. Is anybody else? I mean, Sevilla's looking sharp. I've been catching their matches here and there. Um, Sevilla's always going to be a, a, a problem. Yeah, they, they're just so good, you know, uh, with their academy and the players they, they go after. Like the other day, I think I was here at, at your crib and we were watching Sevilla against Atletico Bilbao. Yeah. And it's just who like... also is another pain in the ass. Yeah, for sure. A solid team. And it's just like, damn, these guys play like almost solely Spanish players and all these guys are class, but they're just not really well known. So, yeah, I mean, La Liga is always going to be La Liga in that regard. Maybe not as competitive as... Um, as England or or even Italy right now, or but maybe maybe competitive isn't the right word. Uh, always as a maybe balanced. I don't know. Balanced, yeah. There, there there's certainly a, a lot more parity. There is, com- yeah. It is competitive. To be fair, I'll backtrack on that. Yeah. It's more. Uh, there's just the. Yeah, there's a gap in class in in at some points with you know, with with, uh, with depth with the two, and talent. With the double headed monster. <laughs> yeah, of course, that's always going to exist. Um, and the occasional, uh, I don't know, the middle head. With uh, Atletico. Yeah, Diego Simeone and his uh, cojones gesture. <laughs> Gotta love <laughs> the, it. The yeah. Sam Cassell. <laughs> um, uh, anything else that we need to talk about it from La Liga? No, I, I think that, uh, man, that, that pretty wraps, that pretty much wraps everything up for that. I mean... No other transfer rumors or anything? Uh, in terms of transfer rumors, there's a... Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, no, actually, not, not that I've heard of. I mean, today it was reported that, well, since we talked about Valencia... Uh, Ferran Torres, who's a, a highly touted winger for them, I think he's like twenty or twenty-one. He's set to join City. Leroy Sané just left. There may be something there for him. You know, it's up to the kid, and Some, you know, yeah. see, see how he can take over. Pep Guardiola has has shown time and time again he's able to improve young players. He did it with Raheem Sterling. Uh, Leroy Sané didn't quite adapt to the play style that was required, so I think he's he's a class player. He's, he'll do great wherever he goes. But I think this is a big shot for the kid, and um, we'll see, man. Uh, I think you know that's that's a pretty interesting transfer rumor there. Yeah, um, you know, Guardiola likes his Spanish players. Yeah, it seems like they're a lot more adaptable to his play style of possession and, and short passing. Yeah, playing tight spaces, all that. Yeah, and that's the Cruyff. Cruyff. That Cruyff-esque, yeah. That Cruyff uh, school of, of football, which is always beautiful. I love I say it. what you will about Guardiola and, and Manchester City and Bayern Munich, for that matter. But, yeah, they, I mean, the man has a way of generating beautiful football. Yeah. I'll never take that away from him. No, you got you got to respect it. I mean, it's... Even though he's a bit of a cop. Yeah, kidding. no, he, he is. You know, he's a, he can be a little bit... Uh, like subtly cocky at times you know but uh i i mean as, as somebody who's enjoyed success at city and then watching him come and take the helm and then everything he's brought us like dude he's perfected everything that already existed at the club so let me tell you this guy isn't just a, you know a fraud as they call him or a bald fraud yeah he's no he's the real deal man but yeah um uh, so do you want to move on to i i, I wish 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be very honest right now. I wish I watched a lot more Italian football because yeah. right now that excuse me that league looks pretty hot right now. And Juventus is still running away with it, but Atlanta Atlanta who's not really known for for greatness are playing. They're playing out of their skin. Yeah, yeah. I love that team. Uh, you know they just got. Great attacking players, Papu Gomez, who's kind of the mastermind uh, currently leading in assists in Syria, and they got a three-headed attack in Ilicic, Muriel, and um, I'm forgetting his name, uh, Zapata. I'm just forgetting. I mean, not Zapata. What's his name? The ah, forgetting at the moment. But uh, South American striker. But yeah, uh, no, yeah, it is Zapata, Duvan Zapata. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, Atalanta's a, a hell of a squad and. I mean, there's just a lot of good teams this year. They're Lazio. In second place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's crazy to think, right? Like, not a lot of people think of them as being a second place team. Everybody thinks Juve. It's, a, Roma. it's an afterthought, yeah. But, um, yeah, th- that's what I was saying. Like, in terms of uh, being competitive or more balanced, uh, definitely. Serie A has been uh, a surprising league this year. I- I've been enjoying yeah. kind of watching from. It's funny because I remember looking the at the break that uh, Juventus was, um, they were quite quite a ways away from second place mm-hmm. i want to say at least 10 points now they're only seven ahead of second place atalanta which is still a comfortable cushion i think one more win secures the the title right but lazio is lazio is always up there uh inter who's who's um who's got a pretty interesting team uh i like their players too bad they're probably going to lose out on um <laughs> Lautaro. Lautaro. yeah and uh, it looks like uh, Antonio Conte isn't happy with Ericsson, so he looks like he's leaving. Right. Which looked like a superstar signing, but I've always been of the opinion that Ericsson isn't isn't the guy if you want a championship leading uh, team. Right. Right. No. Uh, yeah. We but Conte is, is a mastermind, in he, my opinion, of, of football. He is. He is. Um. His only. I think he's a great tactician. His problem sometimes I feel is he's he can outcast players just by his poor sense of communication sometimes it's it not always the way. best yeah. yeah at least because he fell out of favor pretty quick at at chelsea even though after he won them a title in a pretty spectacular way yeah um, you first know, season playing a, even a totally different do that. formation yeah like he couldn't um like they couldn't cope with him bro he he just he took the lead by storm that year that, that goes back to uh, we were speaking privately of about how um, clubs are treated as businesses where you see a business uh, let's let's use Bank of America as an example where year in year out the the guys up top want to see uh, growth every year right um, when you're a champion and uh, in, in this case it's it's a manager um, when you're a champion the only height is to is to win the cup right um, maybe you can move it on to moving to winning a double or a treble. Yeah, yeah. But if if you're close and you don't win it, I think I think even Chelsea got close. To, or we're 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 up there. Right. When he was fired. Um. I mean, you see the same thing with Neri, who only got a six month cushion. Conte. Yeah. I think the same thing. Um. So, you know, it, it it is a bit unfair, and it's always what can you do for me now, sort right. of thing. Um, but the yeah the man who was his class and uh, yeah I, I rate him genius. for sure yeah I mean sorry was sorry is a I, I like sorry as a manager as well I mean there's a lot of good uh, 
managers coming up or they've always been coming up out of Italy. But um you know, Gattuso's another guy, uh, since we're touching on Syria. Sometimes Syria-a. maybe, Sometimes maybe good. Uh, Gennaro. Yeah, but that guy, uh, I love him because uh, he has a lot of passion on the pitch, and I'm, I'm a fan of that. Um, and uh, since COVID came back, AC Milan has been playing really, really good. I mean, they've sneaked some results past Juve, league leaders, and won again today. Yeah, speaking of Gattuso, I mean, they're they're tied at 53 points. Right, right. I mean, oh, Gattuso at Napoli. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking about his times at Milan. But yeah, he's a yeah. uh, you know, I'm uh, yeah, he's celebrating in his underwear, man. Yeah, that guy's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's it's uh, you know, curious to see what he can do there. Uh, you know, going on to next season, there's there's talks that he's gonna go in for Victor Amishin, who's a, uh, a highly touted Nigerian attacker. So that's something to look out for. Does that mean Chuki's losing out on the spot? I don't know. Or maybe he's mis- moving on. Could be. I wouldn't be surprised. Chucky to Everton under Ancelotti. I would mm. like that. That's the rumor, right? That's a, that's one of the rumors for yeah. sure. I would like to see that. I mean, I'd like to see him anywhere where he can get well, a full ninety. I, I would love for him to flourish. Uh, he's, he's he's so talented. I mean, uh, he he had a good World Cup, but you know, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a, I know. Uh, you know but, just a leftover from July Fourth. Yeah, right? yeah. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, Chucky's good. Uh, oh, uh, speaking of World Cup, they they uh, have an official date, and uh, it's starting December eighteenth, two thousand twenty-two. Sheesh. Um, I am not excited about that at all. I'm not excited about the World Cup. Coming nah, it's well. Are, are are they doing the forty-eight team format? I believe they are, and it's going to be in Qatar, and this is going to be like the first World Cup in a while that's going to be in the winter now, right? Yeah. So that's um, kind of strange. I'm, I'm hating everything leading up to it. You, It's winter. Mm-hmm. It's it's more teams qualifying. Um, it's in Qatar. Right. Which on its own is, is so prob- problematic, and I hate to use that word to just, you know, that's just one of those. Um, hot words right now right no but, for sure i mean one yeah my biggest problem is 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 that it's in qatar um, yeah first of all they they promised that it would be in it would be ready for the summer right with these air-conditioned stadiums that have like these state-of-the-art like huge air conditioners blowing cool air <laughs> just so the fact that it can be in the summer yeah as every other uh tournament is mm-hmm. uh but now it turns out that they can't do that. They can't fulfill that promise. So that they're using slave labor to build these stadiums. Yeah, violating um, human rights and all violating that. human rights, um, uh, taking passports. Yeah. Um, so they're they're basically hostages. They're basically ba- building the pyramids of of uh, Egypt. Yeah. Let my people go, goddammit. Seriously, but uh, yeah, that's that's strange, man. Um, it's gonna be. I mean, like, how's that gonna work with the you know? I have this the middle of the season theory, going man. on. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. That COVID nineteen made this all possible. Yes, no COVID nineteen. Uh, We're switching all these uh, all these tournaments and stuff. Yeah, and it's due to uh, to the virus, and now so conveniently the World Cup is lining up with the winner. Yeah, could be, man. Now, <laughs> now, uh, 
now the season's gonna change you know uh, yeah. it's gonna start in spring i don't know it's crazy yeah. times but i mean you know right now it's hard to even look forward to the world cup when i haven't seen an international match in what feels like years yeah. there should have been uh i think two qualifying stages by now right yep two qualifying stages which is super important you know for the the fringe teams that want to make it you know i mean it's going to be a little easier now but you know with the with the expanded yeah. format but I don't know, man. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I'm definitely not excited. I don't even know what the timing is going to be, so that's probably another thing why why I'm upset oh, by it. F- yeah, dude, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, we're all the way on the West Coast, so yeah. we got to, like, a sh- like we're so, probably going to have to uh, wake up hella yeah, early. Just, uh, yeah, just, just that alone. Even the, the Russian uh, World Cup I wasn't a fan of that. With, with my commute when I was working, so that that's... Uh, yeah, that, that's a problem unto itself. Yeah, right now it's five fifteen, so they're uh, they're they're ten hours ahead. Sheesh. So you you figure that the games are going to be around twelve, twelve, three and five or whatever the time is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're gonna be Mimi time. Yeah, I mean that's it sucks, man. But you know, to be fair, we can't be too too demanding because there's people that live around there and it's perfect time for them right yeah. but you know hopefully was, well, after it was, this it's supposed to come back to the u.s no it was uh it was dodgy the fact that they got it in the first place right i mean uh, it's just it's not a historic footballing nation like set blatter a prick <sighs> fucking yeah can't stand that guy <laughs> I, bro i'm gonna go on the record and call him a prick yeah I mean, that, that dude uh did he's his best to to uh line his pockets and uh ruin football but guess what we're here talking about it and it's not going to stop. And I'm still going to watch it. And I'm going to be <laughs> holding yeah. a beer. Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably at 3 a.m. or whenever. Yeah, whatever time it is. Yeah, whatever Ten hours is. behind. Yeah, I mean, hopefully the U.S. make it this time around. Fucking uh, I, don't, I don't foresee them not making it, man. Yeah, well, that's something we talk about pretty often. Because, you know, I, I always bring up any U.S. player that's balling. But, yeah, I mean... The U.S. does have a really strong golden generation, but honestly, that doesn't mean shit until they got the proper manager at the helm. And I don't think Burhalter is it. Oh, no. No, I don't think he's no, it, bro. I don't bro. think so, uh, I, And a lot of people hated Klinsman, but when Klinsman was coaching, we were actually in the World Cup, and we had some kind of identity, and we were also bringing the proper players from the, the proper player pools. We weren't just signing the guys who are in the MLS. You know, and that's that's been my biggest thing against Burhalter. It's like, bro, we have hella cats playing in Germany, Europe, like all over Europe, in England, in Spain. And then you you want to call up Giassi Zardes and Wondolowski? Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> For real, that 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 gets me hella heated. But sorry, we, no, 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 right. no, 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 because now I'm talking about, about my national team. Yeah, yeah. That's and I'm a big U.S. fan. For for those of you who don't know, so you know, it, it's just. It's a disservice to players like Christian Pulisic, who have the ability to create history for the U.S. I, I'm, a, I'm a believer that Christian Pulisic has a, the ability to possibly be the best U.S. player ever, but you're not surrounding him with the proper coaching, the proper play style. You know, that's, that's problematic. And then for yourself, I, I'm curious, how do you feel about Mexico going into the next World Cup cycle? I mean, it's safe to say they're still, quote-unquote, los gigantes de, de la CONCACAF, as they like to call themselves. The giants of CONCACAF. Yeah, the, the giants. I mean, what do you think about them going um, forward? 
Yeah, that title is is uh, I think is fair, but they're resting on their laurels. I don't know if if we're producing the a proper amount of talent as U.S. U.S. are sending all their guys to Europe. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but most of their players are in Germany. Most of their European yeah, uh, the majority for centric sure. players are are in Germany. Yeah, uh, Pulisic came from Germany. Uh, I'm not necessarily a fan of Pulisic, but he's made he's he's made himself known as a as a Chelsea starter. Um, he's he's had his lulls earlier in the season, but he started the post COVID thing pretty well. He's he scored uh, I want to say four goals. Four, Four goals. goals. Yeah, had had the assist uh, yesterday and for Giroud. And the assist with with uh, Giroud. So, you know, they're they're doing all the all the right things as far as development goes. I don't see the same thing with Mexico. Granted, we have Jimenez, who still might make it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got two years with him. He'll he'll make it. Uh, he'll still be in a physical decent state. Lainez, I hope he develops into a good player. Uh, Araujo. Um, oh yeah, he's good. In, uh, uh, what team is he playing for? Uh, Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo. Yeah. Uh, is he a starter? Uh, he's a starter, and if if I'm not mistaken, he's he doesn't actually belong to that team. I think he's on loan. Okay. But uh, he he you know he's in La Liga. He went, I think he he went to Italy. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Fiorentina. Yeah, I might yeah. be wrong. I might no, be yeah, wrong. yeah, because they they also had a Salcedo there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so, I mean, Mexico has potential to put these players in. And Europe. they always come up with players. There's always young players that come out of nowhere that that start performing really well. I like a. a, a uh, Jesus Mas- Macias. Oh Juan yeah, Jesus Macias. Jota, Jota, yeah. Yeah. Um. So he's he's really good. Ache Ache. Uh, I think he'd still make the World Cup. Oh yeah. He's <laughs> he's got to be in there, bro. Yeah. Like, he's I a mean, shoe. He's he's solid for Atletico. He's he's the yeah. He's he's a hard yeah. man. He's a brain. You know. Yeah. You need that. Yeah. Because I don't know if Guardado's still gonna be available. I, d- I don't think so, man. He's gonna be pretty old. He's gonna, he has a lot of miles on those legs. Yeah. He's still solid, man. He's still. I know. He's still nice. good the at, guy's uh, a menace. Yeah. He's, he's a good captain, but. I'm mean, like, listen. If we had a uh, um, Marquez in the, I want to say, fourteen World Cup, mm. why not bring Guardado to Qatar? Why yeah, not, man, let him get a tan. <laughs> um, but I, I know Mexico's going to qualify, especially with the looser uh, qualifications, right? Um, but I, I'm definitely uh, not optimistic about their ability to to move past the quarterfinal. The quarterfinal round, was it the round of sixteen? Yeah, round um, sixteen. I'm not optimistic about them moving very far, uh, but I hope they prove me wrong, as any fan would. Yeah, but I'm just I'm like just, I said that that's what makes it so difficult right um, now. We we can't really just being gauge. Honest. Yeah, how, <laughs> we can't really gauge how how good our teams are right now because it's been so long since we've seen them yeah, play. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of shitty. So but I mean, I could I could be completely wrong. I know Chivas is developing some pretty good. T- uh, young talent, uh, yeah. Fernando Beltran, Antuna. So we'll see. We'll see what what, what they're doing. Um, uh, you know, Brazil and, and Argentina are always going to be good as well. Um, but um, anything else that you do you want to talk about? Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think. I think we cover most of our bases. I mean, if there's if there's anything, I mean, there's a. There's is actually I was just kind of looking at teams uh, this weekend. I was pretty bored. I was looking at teams that that are gonna get relegated, and I was just thinking there's there's certain players on those teams who who are gonna still probably go to a better club 
in the following season. They're not going right. to go with their team down to the lower division. Of course not. Takeku was, is one that comes oh, to mind. Yeah, he's rumored to go to Sociedad. Sociedad. Is he going to go there or is he going to go back to Madrid? That's an that's a, a interesting one. There's this guy named em- Emmanuel Buendia who plays for Norwich. He's probably their best player. He's going to get relegated. Yeah, he's with Puki? Yeah, with Puki's another guy. He's uh, But uh, Buendia is rumored to go to Atletico. Hmm. So interesting thing about this cat, he got signed from Getafe for $1.5 million. He's worth probably quadruple that now, if not more. And he's, he might be going back to Atletico. That's a good way of putting it instead of $8 million. Or $4 <laughs> million, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, it's... Nah, it's probably more than that, bro. I, I, I'd have to see what the figures are. But yeah, right, I'm yeah. saying it's just a no, bargain for, for Norwich. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, it's that's one of my favorite things every season, looking at the teams getting relegated. But I, I know there's certain players there who might want to make it up. So, yeah. Uh, Our legendary team is going up, it looks like. Uh, Leeds. Leeds, two legendary teams. Uh, well, Leeds, one of them. And in Spain, Cadiz. I don't know oh, if you're yeah, yeah, familiar yeah, Cadiz, with the yeah. team. But uh, back in the day, bro, they were the shit. Yeah. They were the shit. But not now, you know, they're... It's a historic club. His, very both, historic. Both so. are historic clubs. I, I believe that Leeds actually won a, a European championship. Yep. Leeds, 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 Leeds. Yeah, it'd be nice to have man. them back in the prem because... Uh, I have a Leeds shirt, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell your, your little anecdote uh, my, my, on My that. little anecdote? Yeah. Uh, so I, I had a job that uh, I had relocated from Southern California to San Francisco. And uh, uh, my... Uh, my, I guess boss, you want to call him or manager, I don't know, uh, Malcolm. The gaffer. He's uh he's from this uh place in England called Pontefrat. Mm. Uh, I believe they make a candy or something there. It's 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 famous. And uh, one day he took me out to the pub, me and my uh, me and my coworker, and he was he was grooming me uh, for for uh, uh, great things and. Uh, one, he knew that I was a, a football fan, and he asked me, he's like, what's your team? And uh, I was hesitant to say United because he's, you know. Yeah. Uh, he, he was a Leeds fan, and uh, and I, I didn't want to say United because that was going to sound like the, you know, the glory chaser that we have the, uh, the stereotype of. And uh, I was like, oh, I don't really follow a team, uh, but uh, if I had to pick one, it would be United. And he said... He said, uh, "Guess what? You're a Leeds fan now." <laughs> and, and he and he had it back, and he pulled out a, a Leeds shirt, and it, it's a it's a vintage one. It's, it's a classic. I don't think it's it's one of the more recent ones. That's cool. This was man. back in uh, 2011 or 12. Hmm. So uh, that's you know, when I like, still have it, and I still wear it from time to time. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, uh, currently, uh, I have a, a I work with this Armenian guy who's a hardcore Leeds fan as well. So we always talk about Leeds. Um, so I'm I'm happy that they're making it. I have a soft spot for them as well, and you know that's a uh, you know, and I always tie that back to the experience I had with with Malcolm, mm-hmm. or uh, he's from uh, Gibraltar now I think. So mm. yeah, I, I I always pay special attention to them. So I'm happy I'm happy that they're going to make it back. And uh, uh, there's rumors that they're going to be bought out or going to be injected with money from from um, the Middle East as well. Oh no, FFP. No, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Nice. See, that's. That. I'm happy for them because and and I Newcastle, demand an apology. <laughs> New, New, Newcastle is a is another team that that's said to get bought out, and it's bro it, the way that's able to transform a club and transform the lives of people who support the club. I think that's only positivity, man. So for people to shit on it, sometimes it, it kind of drives me mad. But yeah, bro, I'm so happy to see Leeds come up because it's uh, it's the um, 
it, it's the argument of old money versus new money. Yeah, and it's just uh, uh, applied to uh, to not not a not a group or a subset of people, but to to an entity, a club, a business. Um, you know, it, uh, United, Real Madrid, Liverpool. That's technically uh, old money. Yeah. So you know, if you're a lottery winner and you move into a rich neighborhood, people are going to look down on you for winning the lottery. Um, right, right. But if, but if that generation, uh, if that if that money is applied to future generations and they're able to do things with that, you know, people are going to forget about that initial um, injection of money, uh, which which is what uh, Manchester City are going through. Uh, looks like Newcastle's going through and um, PSG and so on. You know, yeah. Not to go on about that, but that's that's what it is. Yeah, totally. Um, and, that, and that's being realistic. I mean. You know, fuck off with your elitism. <laughs> I'm not down with that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know. No, certainly, that, that's, certainly. That's just my opinion about, you know. And, and that might be a little political. <laughs> that might be a little, you know, <laughs> cla- that, that's, gee, that's a whole other conversation about class and everything. But that's, that's the reality that, um, you know, that, that you're facing. Even if you do do well for yourself and earn it uh, the, the quote-unquote honest way by pulling up your bootstraps. Right. Yeah. The yeah, the I Alexi Lawless way. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Alexi Lawless. <laughs> I've not missed his voice. <laughs> uh, speaking of Alexi Lalas, uh, anything that you want to talk about MLS? I can't uh, say honestly that I watched them, but I've been watching it fervently, only because <laughs> it's. Uh, I've missed it, bro. I know you're not a big MLS guy, but I enjoy it just because it's like it feels good to to support your local league i guess you could say and but you know my team galaxy is just underperforming right now uh and and uh, chicharro was kind of cold i i watched him play he scored a goal uh, albeit missed a penalty Good movement, though oh great movement, Good movement. The, the, the problem is he doesn't have the supporting cast and they got rid of slatan they got rid of uh, romaina alessandrini Joel van dam they got uh, they got rid of a lot of players and they haven't, you know, uh, replenished them. And that's a problem. If you want to compete with the LAFCs of the world, the Atlanta Uniteds, you got to start investing. And, and it doesn't have to be like a designated player that is ready kind of on his retirement route. Uh, Atlanta United is a perfect perfect example. Yeah, of, the designated thing is, is, is a hindrance. It, it's it's dumb, bro. We could go on all day about the things that are wrong with MLS. There's a lot to list, but yeah. Do you want to explain what the designated player is? Yeah, so for people that don't know, it's every team is allowed, I think, a few. like two? one. Yeah, I think one or two. two uh, and it's uh, basically... And is it dependent on the... On the class of the player. Basically, their, their worth in the transfer market... Um, the the problem is that the MLS has a cap space, so you could only have a certain amount of them, right? Um, it's it's just really dumb. Uh, first of all, MLS has to get rid of cap space. They have to start uh, implementing a promotion relegation system, uh, and they have to align their season with Liga Mekis and the other competing leagues in the CONCACAF region, or else we're not going to be taken serious in the CONCACAF Champions League because we can't compete. And the excuse is always that they're competing against the NBA or the NFL season. Yeah, dude. See, that's the problem, that the MLS has to break away from the American ideal, uh, you know, sports system. Because it's not the same. The thing about soccer is a global sport. I'm I'm of the firm belief that if the MLS MLS could get away with it, 
they would add quarters instead of uh, halves. Oh, facts. They'd add quarters. They'd add timeouts. Another cringe thing that they're doing this season is so fucking cringe. I'm sorry to, to get so, you know. No, 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 no. no. But, uh, Let it out. The Let thing it out. is, uh, <laughs> thing is uh, they're interviewing coaches during a match. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, really? It, it's, oh. Dude, and it's so cringe because so this is what ha- this was happening. So, <laughs> for example, Bruce Arena, uh, so your team is uh, so-and-so playing like this. Boom. They're getting scored on, bro. And, and the manager just looks over his shoulder and has to continue doing the interview. But that you shouldn't be distracting a manager when he's supposed to be managing. That's just there's halftime. I'm OK with the halftime interview, but. It's just they're trying to he adapt. Needs to give them those Popovich answers. Yeah, just a quick fine. No, fine. No, are we they, done? They they just scored. Okay, yeah. We gotta stop them. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Popovich, but um, yeah, dude, it's it's so dumb. Oh, um, you know, I get the hydration breaks, but the, yeah, I like what you said. If they could add quarters, they probably add quarters. They probably. They'd probably add free throws if they could of some of oh, some okay. sort. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, the MLS needs to get get their shit together. Um, but. Taking out all the negative, that the MLS back is back tournament. It's been pretty. cool. I mean, there's the there's the Adidas. <laughs> oh, the Adidas logo in the middle. Yeah, in that's. In case we forgot who's sponsoring the, the kits. It's uh, and it's again it harps on the, uh, just that whole ideal of, just one entity completely covering the whole league. It's the same way in the NBA. If if the whole NBA is sponsored by Nike jerseys, every team in the league is wearing Nike jerseys. That's not cool, bro. I, I don't like it. I like that's why I love the Premier League. You can catch a team wearing a Warrior kit, a Umbro kit, a Nike, a Puma, Adidas. Sponsor. You know, yeah. a sponsor, no sponsor, betting agency, uh, whatever, bro. It's it's you don't get that same. Sh- that oh, Spain same thing. is is banning uh betting betting companies from being uh kit sponsors. Right, and I I think that's like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it, bro. It's kind of dumb. I, I, betting is well. One betting is a lot more prevalent in in Europe. It's it's a lot more uh, open. Yeah. And in in the U.S., it's it's starting to kind of become a, a little more accepted, but it's still a lot of the you know there's a lot of stigma to it. Right. Right. And it's definitely not getting on any shirts. No. No. Yeah. Yes. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, game and and players go, who's who's a uh, Who's performing on the MLS? Oh, well, right now it's still early, right? But um, this guy from, uh, I'm forgetting his name. Oh, well, there's this guy, Jeremy Edobise, who's a highly touted uh, U.S. prospect who scored on Galaxy. He's like 23 years old. He's a winger. Uh, you know, he's, he's already has one cap with the U.S., somebody to look forward to. He's playing really well. Um, I like Pavon from Galaxy. Uh, he's a, a really great created head in the midfield creative head i should say um who else uh i'm forgetting his name but he plays for uh it's the name escapes me but i mean there right now it's still kind of early to tell because it's only sure. been a few games but the, the the biggest the biggest issue has been the absence of some of the best players no carlos vela so far he's declined to play in the tournament that's kind no of surprise there yeah uh if he doesn't have to he won't right right um. Yeah, man. I mean, New York City FC uh, is, is another team I kind of follow because obviously they're you know the they city, the times, yeah, yeah yeah they're they're owned by City Football Group and um I, I really like watching them play because they're coached by uh, they were coached by Dominic Torrent which was an assistant coach of Man City so he was implementing a lot of the same ideals uh, and uh, they had this guy uh, uh, Jesus Medina who's one of their young guys in in the team he scored his tenth career MLS goal. 
a fucking banger. Uh, it's like a the the ball basically. Uh, uh, let me actually just pull this up for you. The ball basically comes up for him, and he just strikes it on the volley. Just a beautiful strike and oh nice yeah you see that yeah, uh, if you guys want to catch that it's on uh, New York City FC's Twitter page but yeah he just catches a ball on the volley and we'll we'll retweet it yeah yeah we'll definitely retweet that uh, but yeah there's you know there's still a lot of good action going on the, the league's kind of still you know just starting off you know it's not every team has played Unless yet it's in his infancy you know maybe like in ten or fifteen years it's be, <laughs> you know, one of the hot leagues. Don't sleep on it, man. Soon, <laughs> soon we're gonna be signing the best talent. Well, like I said, dude, as soon as they get rid of cap space and they implement pro row, that's the sky's the that's limit. That's the main thing is the cap space. It cannot operate like the NFL or the NBA. It's a different sport. It's a global sport. Yeah, yeah. And to be able to catch up to the the powerhouses that are Europe and even South America, you gotta get rid of it. Totally, I gotta totally go. agree. Uh, any anything else that we need to uh, um address anyone anyone ask any questions from from feedback uh on twitter or anything not exactly uh well what funny thing is actually i (laughs) there's a a, you know a pretty well-renowned picture going around on on the internet of slatan doing his uh his kind of like where he leans back and balances the ball on his chest so i posted a poll earlier oh and i guess this is not the best timing because uh we just got word today that meg the stallion was was shot in the in the leg and you know, there's still investigation on that. I hope she's okay. I'm pretty sure she is, but you know, apart that, it's a very traumatic experience. But I asked, whose uh, knees are stronger, Slatan <laughs> Ibrahimovic's or or Megan Thee Stallion? And uh, on my IG poll, people voted for Slatan, uh, just like about 10% more. For me, I'm gonna have to go Slatan, bro, because he's yeah. doing that at like what 36, 38, 38, yeah, yeah, 38. Um, and he's been doing it probably for over 20 years. When when I can see Megan the Stallion do that at 38, hopefully I'm still alive and with the heels. <laughs> yeah, with the heels, then I'll I'll give her the same respect. But I'm gonna have to go with my boy Slatan, Galaxy Legend. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, man. All right. Um, shit, man. There's nothing else. Uh. You can follow Henry at uh, what's your what's your Twitter? Henry Two Live and my Instagram is Henry the Eighth. Uh, and yeah, you should follow our Twitter account if you don't already. That's uh, Bottle Talk on Twitter. Yeah, Bottle Talk. Yeah, and uh, we'll be posting ba- everything from banter to our podcast images. Uh, you know our own thoughts and um yeah we'll be uh hoping that you guys can interact with us and ask us questions comments yeah, we'll, we'll take questions we'll yeah. take uh suggestions uh if you want us to discuss something if you want to say if you want us to say hello to you we'll we'll definitely do that but um you know this has been a this has been a good hour and a half man definitely good run <laughs> good to see you man likewise all right everybody listen uh and enjoy the good sounds of Adela Costa. Thank you. Cheers.